Hello, and thank you for joining us for our second episode of Trans Matters. My name is Adam. My name is Corinne. And uh, today we're going to be tackling um, some of the most up-to-date articles regarding trans news. Spoiler alert and or trigger warning for those of you that are concerned, there is some bad news in this podcast. And being in the transgender community, it's bad news can get pretty bad and rather upsetting. There's going to be a decent amount of good news interspersed, but just be warned. So with that said, um, there's no real good way to go into this. uh, But, you know, I feel the need to address the most recent heinous murder uh, to happen. And that was to Sasha here locally in Orlando. Um, And the gross way in which her tragic death was reported um since then sheriff demings because it was first reported by several different news places based off of the information given to them by the orange county sheriff's department um and the information that they gave uh kind of conflicted itself because they said things such as um a man dressed as a woman wearing a wig or that she was found naked. I don't understand how you can both be naked and dress as a woman wearing a wig, but that's the way that it was reported, sadly. And it was just, it seemed like they tried to do the most demeaning way possible uh, to bring her down. And then the other thing is, is that um, they tried to backtrack on it a lot. Your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts, similarly, looking through the police report and the sheriff's initial report on the matter, they said that the victim and the perpetrator may have had a previous altercation. This is before notifying the family of anything or identifying the victim. This is, it was also noted before having any suspects whatsoever that without any identity of the victim or a suspect, they definitely had a previous previous altercation. Similarly, it was also suggested that drug abuse may have been involved, which is like you had no toxicity report at the time they had no reason to be saying these things it was as if it was to discourage anyone from looking into the fact that this might well be a hate crime yeah and uh that was the first place that their mind went and then um like i said sheriff demings did issue a apology if you want to call it that um i'm not really calling it that Because in his apology, he just tried to, I feel, make an excuse for why they reported things the way that they did. And what doesn't make sense, even in his apology, is that he says that um, they were just trying to get information out to catch a suspect as quickly as possible. And according to statue, blah, 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 or whatever, that that's the reason that they did things the way that they did. However, they released Sasha's dead name. And to my knowledge, they released that dead name before the family had even been notified based off of what Demings was saying in his quote unquote apology, Uh, which to my understanding isn't something that's okay to do because once they did notify the family of what happened to Sasha that's when they then realized that Sasha was indeed a transgender female and with that said you just let us know that when you released Sasha's dead name to the press 
the family hadn't been notified. Counterpoint, family may have been notified and they chose to ignore it in favor of releasing what information they felt they wanted to. It felt very much like it was sensationalism and and going back to your point that it's like they didn't want to look into it further, which is a big issue with the murders that took place in Jacksonville, is the fact that there is still nobody that's being held accountable for those women who were heinously murdered, and the fact that Sasha was also murdered, and there's no, to my knowledge, any sort of collaboration between Jacksonville and Orlando um, on these crimes to see if there's any sort of tell- telltale signs that they could be connected. These are all stories coming out of the Human Rights Campaign, uh, relatively uh, a trustworthy news source. And the other thing that I want to add that does bother me is that, um, and I can't say that I'm surprised, uh, but our governor, Rick Scott, has been able to remain silent on the murders in Jacksonville, the murder here in Orlando, and the sort of... um, I don't know that you would say an epidemic of sorts, but, you know, it's, the numbers aren't getting better. What would you expect from Voldemort's slightly less evil twin? This is true. It's just very upsetting because around the time of the Pulse anniversary, um, Rick Scott was seen wearing a rainbow pin for the first time. Mind you, this is the second anniversary of the Pulse tragedy. Uh, and also keep in mind that this is also a election year and he's running for Senate. So it just really points to the fact that he does not care about our community whatsoever. And it was at best pandering to us. It's like every corporation during Pride Month. All of June, it's rainbows and pride. Come July 1st, you'd better put that back in the closet. Yeah, and... um So, I mean, again, I'm not surprised, but that's just something to keep in mind, especially when it comes November, uh, when we really have a chance to make a difference and elect officials that more so align with our ideals that we would like to see carried out. Uh, Which brings me to our next news story, and I think we kind of uh, brought it up previously, the fact that Scarlett Johansson um, was assuming the role of a transgender male and since then has rescinded that position uh, and said that she didn't quite think of it at the time, but now realizes that wanting to assume that role was insensitive to the trans community and apologized, uh, which just shows that even when you think nobody is listening, they are. And with all of us saying something that did make a difference, On the note of transgender actors, a new Supergirl character has been announced. This is the CW's Supergirl TV series, Mm -hmm. and they're casting their first trans superhero seen on television, and believe it or not, being being played by a trans actress. Her, her name is Nicole Maines, and uh, she is going to be the first trans superhero on television. Um, and from what I understand, she was also an activist behind the landmark case that allowed people to 
use the bathroom of their choice, which is pretty amazing, and that only took place about two or three years ago, from what I understand. As yet, there is no official release date as to Maine's big acting debut, or what role her character will play in the overall overarching p- plot lines. Nonetheless, we are excited. I mean, I'll take it. Uh, I'm a lot happier with that scenario than anything that we've had previously. Um, so with that said, you actually sent me a really interesting article, and uh, it was regarding the designer Abraham David... Levy? Levy? I'm not going to care how we say his name, and you'll find out why. (laughs) Yeah, he's made a point of openly and expressly, intentionally, there's the right word, intentionally misgendering a transgender woman after she spoke out against him. And that transgender woman was Ashley Marie Preston. Um, Just a little background on David Levy. He worked on costumes for RuPaul's Drag Race seasons 9 and 10. Not something we're the biggest fan of here, but not the point. Which brings us to what happened. So, um, Ashley Marie Preston was chastising RuPaul for not acknowledging the role that Pose has already played in the LGBTQ media Um, both in front of the screen and behind the screen because they have people from our community, both on screen and off screen, um, making this show possible, which is an amazing show if you haven't had a chance to watch it. But back to what we're talking about. Um, And uh, Preston made a comment regarding this, and Levy swiftly responded to her. And I quote... Ashley is a man, and I have decided. End of story. Period. Which is concerning, because from my understanding, he too is a part of the community, or obviously associates with people that are a part of the community. Um, RuPaul being one of them, which again, I'm slowly more and more becoming less and less of a fan Uh, based off of her stance on what she said during an interview, saying that she probably wouldn't let a trans individual, a trans woman, uh, be on RuPaul and tried to defend that reasoning and then came out and said sorry. Um, But anyways, you know, so that just kind of, to me, tells the line of thinking and and the type of person that uh, RuPaul and the designer uh, Abraham David Levy sort of associate with. Which brings me to my next point, which is the LGBTQ community as a whole, you would think would be more put together, have more cohesion to it, wouldn't have individuals who are part of the community coming out and bashing other individuals and putting them down. But... It's It's a common problem you'll see in society on the whole, to do with class, to do with race. It doesn't matter who's above you on the totem pole. As long as somebody's below you, you're probably going to talk down to them, or at least look down on them. Which is something interesting that Pose does bring up, um, but it just shows you that during that time, which was the 1980s, to now, 
there hasn't been as big of a shift as one would hope that the community would come together and realize that ultimately we want the same thing that we want the right to exist to love to be loved to be treated as an equal human being to everyone else regardless of what one may be feeling or thinking or believing i think that something we can all agree is that we all deserve a certain amount of basic rights and within the community there's these groups that you would think would understand that you know the gay community the right to marry you think that you would that of all people they would be like why am I going to put down somebody who's a part of the LGBTQ community? And when just a few years ago, same-sex marriage wasn't a, wasn't allowed everywhere. So all in all, just again repeating myself, you know, we as a community need to come together more because in, as opposed to in the community it being an us versus them, it needs to be an us versus the people that don't want us to have the same rights as everybody else. The people that want to keep us hidden, want to keep us from coming out and being who we are. That's who we need to be against, not each other. And uh, sorry to end this on such a sort of solemn note, Uh but there, there is some good news. Um, one of the things I wanted to share for the people in the Central Florida area is there is this amazing, amazing place called Bliss Cares. It's where you can go um, to be treated for STIs or STI prevention. They offer PrEP, PEP, um, and several other services. That's actually where I go to get my hormone replacement therapy. Uh, the doctor there is Dr. Ortiz, and his entire staff is amazingly professional from day one they called me adam not one person in that office has ever called me by my dead name not one person in that office has incorrectly used any pronouns i i cannot say enough good things about bliss cares but if you are in need of a doctor and staff that is going to treat you like a human being and get you the help that you need, they also provide mental health services. Um, the counselor there, Kim Murphy, uh, she's amazing. Just everybody there has a level of professionalism that if you are a trans individual, you're not used to having. Um, and with that said, I also wanted to let you guys know that we're also going to start doing some giveaways periodically. Um, I will be posting more information about that on the page. We're also going to be posting uh, links to the articles that we discussed, as well as um, some additional information on how to get in contact with the people at Bliss Care Services. Is there anything you wanted to add, Corinne? Uh, disclaimer. Bliss Cares does not sponsor the Trans Matters podcast. They don't, but you're probably going to hear me talk about them numerous times. Um, so it's going to feel that way, but they don't. Uh, they don't even know that I'm saying this right now. So Should we tell them that we're saying this right now? Can we get sponsorship? <laughs> I don't think so. As of 
right now, no, but I did run it by them saying I'm probably going to mention you guys, and they're like, it's okay. Um, so, okay. so that's all right, but... Okay. <laughs> So, so no concerns there. Um, going to be posting a bunch of information about them on the Transmiters podcast Facebook page. Uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and request to join the page. It is a private group so that people can post openly on that page and we can share information. Um, but that's going to do it for me. This has been the Transmatters podcast. With Adam. And Corinne. Stay safe, and remember, Stonewall was a riot. And uh, please join us for our next podcast. Thank you.